So what's up? No, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we woke up at normal people time and now we're sad about it. Yeah, I drink <laughs> so, I drink very strong coffee and I feel like I'm vibrating. Well, that's good. Yeah, you guys have a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Mine was mine was pretty nifty. What'd you do? Well, I uh, did you do gay shit. My... What's that? Did you do gay shit? I did do gay shit on Friday night and Saturday morning. So did I we. Very, yeah. I made very bad scrambled eggs for my girlfriend. Hell yeah. Um, and I cooked dinner for us, and it was a Korean stew that I like to make. But I, uh, I didn't know that she did not very that she did not have a very high tolerance for spice. Oh. If I did know, mm-hmm. I'd forgotten it. So I, uh, it was a little bit too hot to eat. So she just kind of ate a little bit of it and then ate some leftover pizza that I microwaved. Oh. <laughs> So I cooked two inedible dinners for my girlfriend. Oh, really no! <laughs> That's horrible. We, fin- we finished watching Stardust Crusaders, which was fun. She seemed to really like it. I've, I've still never watched a JoJo. I've seen some JoJos. I like... I like the JoJos. I, I don't think JoJos would be a good fit for you, Ava. Like, there's... There's some people who in my life who I can just, like... T- think about and just know this is not a JoJos person. I only watch JoJos for Dio. And then I just got sad when there wasn't any more Dio. And I know Dio comes back, but, like, I don't have the attention span to watch that much JoJo's just for Dio. Yeah. I just like that banana man. The banana man. Yeah. I I watched uh. half of a of a dubbed episode on TV with my mom because I was, like, my mom was changing... With your mom? My mom was changing the channels, and she was like, what's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? And I was like, oh, turn it on, and then see how long you can last. And she's just like, what's happening? <laughs> Was like, Do you remember by any chance what episode it was? No. Okay. Because I don't know anybody's name, so I couldn't tell you anyway. I watched, okay. uh, what's the, what's the first JoJo's? Phantom Blood. Yeah, I watched all of Phantom Blood and the one with Caesar and whatever that is. It's been a, it's been a long time. Joseph. It, it, yeah. You should consider getting back into it because there are some hot boys and Joseph is an old man and hot in part three. Hmm. You're not gonna catch Ken with hot boys. Well, I like JoJo. Listen, no, I'm, listen. I'm I'm saying this as a lesbian. JoJo Joseph Joestar in part three could get it. <laughs> <laughs> like honorary lesbian Joseph Joestar in part three. Oh my Fuck God. you. <laughs> um, but aside from that, I also went to a speedrunning club thing at the uh, local college, and I got to meet Proto Magical Girl, which oh. was fucking awesome. I'm guessing she was nice. Oh yeah, she was extremely nice. I got to get ice cream with her and her girlfriend, and then we—I—I I, I was in—I was uh, informed as to some of the uh, intercommunity. I don't like saying drama because it does diminish some bad people in the community, but I guess bullshit. the best way to describe it is drama. Just what? No, no, just like intercommunity bullshit. Oh yeah, yeah, some intercommunity bullshit that I was unaware of as I had only started speedrunning a couple a, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, hmm. but it was super fucking cool to meet someone who I. It, who I'm a big fucking fan of. Yeah, that's cool. Because she just, like, fucking goes to school here. Oh. Oh, okay, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was, it was fucking, it was cool as shit. Yeah, no, that seems rad as hell. Yeah. Yeah, proto-magical girl fresh off of, like, being one of the five or six people kind of running Games Done Quick, like, two weeks ago. Which she's doing at age fucking nineteen, by the way. I didn't know. Is how she only nineteen. She she's nineteen, dog. What? Yeah, I she was way older than that. 
Yeah, I assumed because she's so, like, competent, but, like, no, she's 19. What the fuck? Yeah. Ken has no idea what we're talking uh, about. <laughs> I don't. Proto-magical girl, proto-magical girl, good. She gave me a good recommendation for a place to get my hair dyed that lasts a good while. There you go. Because she's got really nice purple hair. I've noticed that a lot of a lot of the trans people are moving over to the purple hair, and I'm like, yes, join me. Purple. It's it's because it's good because purple purple is the very purple is the strong color. Join me in the purple. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My I, hair's pink. Your hair's pinkish. My hair? My hair's purple. What are you know, talking about? No, your hair your hair is purple. I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking. It's, I'm just it's confusing a warm you with Zarya purple. like I always it's do. Like, fades to like a warmer purple, but like it's I'm surprised I'm surprised you didn't just go full Zarya and get the pink, but like I um, guess that's a bit too on is that too on the nose for you, Miss Five One Two tattoo? Listen, it's not done yet. Um Miss Partial 512 Tattoo? I mean, it honestly, I could just leave it how it is and it would be fine. Because, like, a lot of... No, you... I feel like, t- like in the in the cosmic sense, you could, but knowing you, there's no way you're leaving it as Oh, it Christ, is. no. No. Because, um, like, most... The other person... I've only seen one other person get the actual tattoo, and it was another trans woman, which I think is rad. But... Um, I might get the tattoo. Uh, she only got the part that I have done. They didn't... She didn't get the black work done around it. And I like the black work. Like, the part that, like, comes up around the shoulder and under it and stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And, like... Yeah. No, I, I, I want I want to get that tattoo. That tattoo is high on my list of tattoos, too. It's on the it's on the right arm, right? Left arm. Oh, fuck. I've already got space on... I've already yep. got stuff on the left You're arm. You're ruined. Fuck me. Um, God damn it. <laughs> um, no, I, I was guess gonna, I could get on the right arm, but what's the fucking point? I was going to get the hot pink, but it doesn't... You ha- it has a lot of upkeep and it doesn't last very long. You should let me dye your hair pink. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I know a dye that would work. Trust yeah. me, I know these things. You've seen all my. Weird That's true. Hair you had rainbow hair. Yeah. Uh, all right. You want to get into the episode now? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> all right. We've had enough pre-show <laughs> pre-show chat. your number one anthology podcast in the North America and the South America. It's... I couldn't think of a better one. I mean, that's I'm really Luna. all you got. I'm Evelyn. I'm Luna. Oh, fucking no, Christ is hell. Hold on. I'm Luna, and Blair's gone, which we discussed last week. So I have uh, a, dual, a Google Doc filled with... Um, there are... Uh, 15 different guests. I, well, I guess 17, counting you two today. Um, about 15, dif- 17 different guests that I have on the chart for, like, upcoming episodes. So this is going to be a fucking wet and wild adventure. So y'all better strap the fuck in. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Don't describe gotta- it like that. Oh, it's it's going to, like, I mean, Ava, it's going to be wet and it's going to be wild. Like, I can't describe it as anything but wet and or wild. Mm. Um, but we got to... We got a lot of uh, return. We got a lot of returning guests coming. We got some new guests who I've never yet not yet had the chance to get on here. 
Uh, and speaking of, we've got one of each today. We've got Eva. Hi. Eva. Hello. Returning from returning returning from a deadly game of slash tag when we did oh, hashtag fuck. horror back in October. <laughs> and we also have her partner Ken. Hello. Hello, Ken. So, um, when Ken, whenever we have a new person on the podcast, we like to discuss their. Uh, like their background with horror, like they, the 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 boilerplate example I, we always give is that like Blair fucking loves found footage. I love home invasion films. Like where do you where's where's your where's your backdrop? Because like VHS was actually one of the first horror movies I can remember seeing. Like I I think I saw Disturbia before it, which question mark as to whether that counts as a horror film. But um, so yeah, where did you where did you come from on this? Um, well, I've liked horror like for as long as I can remember. Um, like I've told Eva before, like, all of my friends in high school, like, we watched horror movies all the time. We watched, like, a bunch of, like, shitty, like, Jennifer's Body, like, Carrie sort of stuff or whatever. And we watched Ghost Adventures all the time. So, like, and there was also, we were talking about this earlier, there was a summer, two summers ago that, like, I had nothing to do, so I watched a horror movie every day. So I'm a very hardcore horror person. Yeah. Um... (laughs) I feel like my focus or like my like favorite type of horror is like anything paranormal, but like I also like anything with ladies in it. So like that's true. Yeah, like I feel like a lot of things that are like horror. Have you that, ever, did like, you ever see um? Did you ever see the Final Girls? Because I think you'd like that. No, I did not. I know there's a couple I'm, movies that are like there's a movie that's called Final Girl that's in my Netflix queue. Yeah, yeah, the fi- uh, it, it, it's like the final girls or something. There, there is final girl, and there is also the final girls. The yeah. final girls is the one you were looking for here, I believe. Yeah, because I've heard final girls shitty. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, like I, I really enjoy stuff that has to do with like the sociological context of women in horror and stuff or whatever, and like stuff like yeah. that, and basically uh, anything. A, with a, ghosts. a student, of, a student of Carol J. Clover. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. But yeah, that's basically all I can really say on that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anything spooky well, cool. or with ladies? We're well. We're glad to have you. Um, so we're gonna take a quick look at uh, any any uh, any gay or horror news coming out this week, folks. To, to your knowledge, uh, gay horror news. Gay and or horror. Oh, uh, the fucking uh, the Junji Ito collection that's currently airing right now. Uh huh. Um, they are going to do well. I'm excited about this because this is relevant in the area of ladies and horror um they're airing the junji ito collection anime right now and they're going to be doing a two-part ova on tomi which is going to be coming out later ish in like march or something i think but i'm very excited about that cool um have you watched any of that luna uh i haven't i've not seen any junji ito like ever i don't think i watched wait was parasite junji ito yes I've watched a couple episodes of that, and I was like, oh, this is good. And then, like I do with every anime, I stopped watching it because... Yeah, fair. I, big mood. I just... Big, I have bad attention. Big mood. Um, yeah, the the anime that's airing right now is pretty neat. Yeah. As far as Junji Ito adoptions go, I mean, it's pretty solid. Because I've seen what's some... The anim- huh? What's, it, what's an adaptation again? Sorry, I missed the... I was looking at upcoming horror movies. I just... I missed the name. It's the Junji Ito collection. They're basically doing, okay. like, two, like, short stories from his, like, adapted into an anime, like, every week or whatever. So it's basically just, oh, well, like, an anthology cool stuff. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I know, was, um, was Enigma him? Was Enigma of Megara Fault Junji? Yeah, that was him. Okay. I don't know if they did. Yeah. I don't know I, if I know that. Do. I know Gyo. Is that the name of it? The fish one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then Uzumaki. 
Yeah, I love Uzumaki. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I love Naruto too, so. <laughs> we, we all love Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to see if there's anything else that came out that's coming up. Um, there's that horror movie about uh, Truth or Dare. No, the Winchester Mystery House. Oh yeah, uh, that looks good. I'm I've been there. Yeah, I still want to go there. Like it's it's like a couple hours from where we live, and like I've been there, and like it's pretty spooky. I want to go pee even in the there. daytime. I want to go use yeah. the bathroom there. You want to go pee there? Yeah, I want to go pee there. I want to say I peed in the Winchester Mystery House. They that's need a, to make me a shirt. That I would says say that's that. a good bumper sticker. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm also just looking at a list of uh, an upcoming horror movies of the best and the worst movies of 2017. And don't worry, fans, when Blair comes back, we are going to get back into our uh, 2017 rewatch stuff because we did miss the Bye Bye Man from last year. Oh my god, you have to see the Bye Bye Man. Have you we, have we, you seen we it? Might, we might save that for Slocktober. No, but I've heard a lot about okay, it. Okay. It's a dog made out of meat. I saw the Bye Bye Man in theaters when it came out. Um, oh my God. It was the worst. It was probably one of the worst movie experiences I have ever had for several reasons. One of which was because we went to a theater where you had to reserve your seats first. Oh so, right. Well, so we like we just like did you get front? Did you get front seat tickets yes, to former sponsor I, of the show, The Bye Bye Man? I was I was sitting in the front row seat watching The Bye Bye Man. The only like saving grace was the fact that the seats reclined, so I was like fucking like laying at a like flat whatever degree angle watching the bye-bye man and i was just like this is where my life has put me this is this is what's happening but um yeah it was terrible i got a terrible headache from having to crane my neck to watch the bye-bye man so it really wasn't worth it in many areas but no i watched it and um i feel like the only thing i really got out of that experience is telling people that i watched the bye-bye man and them just looking at me with disgust so yeah you should watch it yeah it looks it looks phenomenal. It looks like someone took the already extremely half-baked premise of the Slender Man and made it made him like con- composed composed entirely of meat, and also his dog is composed entirely. of I meat. I love his meaty boy. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, there, there's like a lot of like really ridiculous scenes with the meaty dog. It's kind of funny. Oh, and also my favorite, just like fun bye bye man fact. Um, there's the first opening scene. I don't know if you knew this. The first opening scene of the Bye Bye Man was very obviously shot entirely in one take, and it's the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. Because it's like I've been, I, I've heard tell that like the opening scene of the Bye Bye Man is like the only decent thing that it does. Really? I yeah. could, because it's fucking awful, actually. Like, I mean, I guess, I guess you could say that like there's something going for it. Like, I mean, it's like I guess objectively, it's slightly more decent than the rest of the movie, but like. It was very obviously shot in one take with, like, super, like, bad, like, blood effects and stuff. And it's just, it's a lot. But anyway, I'm not going to go off on that tangent. I could talk about the Bye Bye Man for hours. (laughs) We might have to have you back for that. I feel like the Bye Bye Man is going to be a hotly contested episode. Yeah. Um, Other stuff on this list that showed up. uh, XX, which we've already had our time with. Oh, God. Rings. uh, Flatliners. I saw Rings. Did you see Rings? I saw Rings and I hated it. I was very depressed when I saw Rings because The Ring is my favorite horror movie. And Rings made me feel like someone just like stabbed me and twisted the knife. Oh. So that was terrible. Oh, God. All right. (laughs) Yeah, XX was very very bad. We might have to watch Rings for... It's not for Schlocktober, but just for like when we return to 2017 Mm -hmm. when Blair gets back. But, um, yeah. So... 
I guess, are we just going to get into the movie here? Anything else we sure. got to say up front? Alright, fucking, yeah, so we watched VHS this week. The first one. The good one. The good one. Yeah. I, it's like, maybe one of my favorite movies? Well, what's interesting it, is it's like the first horror movie you'd seen in like a long time. It was the first horror movie I'd seen since I was in like 10 or 11 years. And I made you watch it. And you made me watch it. Yeah, I introduced you to this terrible, terrible world. Which one, which one gave you the most spooks? Oh god, we uh, were talking about it. this earlier. We were talking about this yesterday. Um, and we were saying that like um because uh, like It was okay, I wanna get the actual name. Yeah. Uh it was the fucking It was what was it the, the sick thing that happened to Ellie yes. when she was younger? Yes. That, uh that one and uh the... Um, the Tuesday the seventeenth. Yep. Yeah, those two. Uh those two are the scariest ones by far. Yeah, I feel like yeah. for me, I, I feel like the Tuesday the 17th one, I feel like objectively it's one of the scariest ones, but like for me, it personally didn't scare me that much, but I really, really enjoyed it because I love weird glitch horror sort of stuff or whatever. I really like oh, yeah, what they no, did with I that was visually. I was posting on Twitter earlier that like, this is the thing I don't get to talk about very often, but like one of my favorite things in found footage is like data moshing and like video corruption mm -hmm. and like i remember back in like 2014 2015 tumblr i like followed a couple of people who would just like post data moshing gifts like every yeah. day or two huh. and it was like i i can't find these gifts i wish people were still making this content because i fucking loved that stuff like that was so that was part of like in my weirdly formative internet days actually it was probably further back than that probably closer to like 2012 2013 mm -hmm. but yeah like um i i always remember this being done extremely well in um uh, the cup? No, not the covenant. Um, final prayer. The uh, the the Borderlands, and which is another really good. That was the first movie we did for this podcast. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, I really like that kind of thing visually. Um, but I feel like yeah. like for us, like collectively, the scariest one was the sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger. I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. I think. I think both Tuesday the Seventeenth and the Sixth thing, the Sick Thing kind of well the Sick Thing punts a little bit of a story thing by just being a bit a little bit too on the nose at some point. Yeah. Like when Wendy's doing that whole spiel about like oh here's all the stuff that happened and I, I like it just feels a little bit mm -hmm. on the on the dot but like I, it's a small complaint that I have for the whole you kind of have to you kind of have to make those like choices when you only have like what, like 20 minutes or whatever? Like 10 minutes. Pretty much. Um, no, 20. 15-ish? Eh. I don't remember how long Sure, that's are. that's halfway between 10 and 20. <laughs> yeah. This, this I, movie as a whole is about an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah. So, divide that by six. Well, I feel like what I really like about um, the sick thing is... I feel like, okay, writing-wise, I feel like maybe it's not the strongest as far as, like, the actual back and forth in the dialogue or whatever. But what we were talking right. about earlier, what's strong about it is just... I was talking about how I feel like this was almost kind of a generational thing earlier because, like, I... Because we both really have those distinct memories of actually using Skype and how shitty it was and just, like, that feeling oh, yeah. of, like, just, like, the kind of, like, weird intimacy of, like, being in a Skype call with someone who's, like, there's something going on outside of your frame of vision but they're Absolutely. telling you about it, you know, like that kind of like a weird feeling of like, you're like, you have like that kind of like weird sense of like digital intimacy with someone or whatever when they're like scared or experiencing something, but all you can see is what's in the frame of the webcam. And it's just like this weirdly like familiar feeling we were talking about. And that's kind of like why it's so effective, I think, at least for us. I feel like just like the concept and the premise of it 
is really good, even if the writing is a little bit, like, a little bit heavy-handed sometimes. Yeah. yeah. What's your scariest, Luna? My scariest? Um, it probably also is sick thing. Just because it's... Um, like, Ken, Ken hit it on the nose. The Skype stuff is... The Skype stuff is just so accurate. Like, there's a reason that I have a really soft spot in my heart for Unfriended. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of oh, feelings unfriended. about Unfriended. Unfriended was such a fun movie. I want there to be a sequel. I yeah, I would watch it. I would honestly watch it. I would definitely it. watch un, I would definitely watch Unfree and did with two eyes to show two. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of wish I saw Unfriended in the theater. Like I wish I had that experience cuz I watched it later on or whatever. And yeah. like of course it's fucking there, ridiculous, but There there are there are a few movies that like definitely get the that definitely deserve the full theater treatment. Mm-hmm. Um Unfriended I think obviously. that's <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Unfriended, unfriended number one. Number two, Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. I didn't get to I, see that I, in the theater, and I'm sad I, about it. I straight, up, I straight up haven't watched that movie since I saw it in the theater, because that experience, it was like genuinely an experience, and I don't know if rewatches will measure up. That's fair, yeah. Um, oh my god, that fucking movie. That part after they like get through the storm, and it's like been 40 fucking minutes, and you finally get to breathe for the first time in the movie. It's just... Oh, that's a good fucking movie. <laughs> it's really good. Anyways, uh, th- welcome to the Mad Max Fury Road podcast. <laughs> Hard switch halfway through. Uh, okay. Okay, sorry. I'm okay. Welcome to Followers Get of me. Furiosa, our, our Mad Max fan cast. That's a good name. That's a good fucking name. Uh, so, yeah. So let's get into the VHS one. So we got the six stories. Let's do a... Do you a little want, short one. Do you want to just do the wraparound as a whole first? Because it sucks. Yeah. And we don't ha- that way we can just get it out of the way. I think the wraparound has a good scare in it near the end. I I guess. I feel like I feel like my issue with the wraparound is just okay. So the wraparound that I'm gonna go ahead and get this out of the way. Listen, I'll give it credit. I gotta give it credit for this. It's better than the wraparound in VHS Viral, which fucking sucks ass. Well, I haven't seen VHS Viral, but I've heard don't. terrible things about it. You see Fraggle Cox in that movie. What? There's there's puppet dicks. Like, what the fuck? There's, Why? Yeah, there's a puppet dick. In, Why? In like the, in like the but, alternate but, uh, dimension. Can, we can, can't. I need to make clear here. I need to make here clear here. Um, these dicks. These are not puppet. Like, these are not like puppets that have dicks. These are like dicks on a human that is like being puppeted like a fucking muppet. Why? Because it's like the weird like alternate reality like hell world and like there's like a. Is he the devil or just like a demon guy with a big dick? Something like that. So it's, with a big with a big fraggle cock. It's a mess. I hate this. Yeah. Yeah. But um uh, so we so were talking about the wraparound. Okay. So I was just going to say, I feel like a lot of people's issue with the wraparound, from my understanding, is the fact that it was directed and partially written by Adam Wingard, which is the guy who did the very, very shitty Blair Witch remake and also the Death Note movie for Netflix. So he's got a very good um, track record here, as we can see. Well, he also has a good. He also has a good movie under his belt, though, which is Your Next. Which oh I yeah, consider he did a very do that. Good horror movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. So I mean, I we, we I I say this every time it comes up, but we we gave it a really bad treatment on our podcast because I really fucking liked that movie. Like that is. I, when I say I like Home Invasion, like, I'm thinking of that movie. Oh, yeah. Like, I like a lot of Home Invasion. How do you but... watch Home Invasion? I still don't get how people watch Home Invasion without wanting to throw up. Um, well, we watched Hush. Yeah, and it made me deeply uncomfortable. Yeah, you look, you were, like, 
incredibly tense the entire time. But it's very good. Um, But no, yeah, so I feel like there's already just kind of like, I mean, I, yeah, I know he's done like one good thing from what I've heard, but like this guy is kind of like, he's not, he's, he's him. Um, But yeah, I feel like just what we don't like about the wraparound that we've talked about is um, the fact that it sucks. It just sucks. <laughs> it's just boring. It's it's just not very engaging or interesting or whatever. I mean, I feel like, okay, the credit I'll give it is that, okay, there are some good scares in it or whatever, especially towards the end. Um, but it's just... I feel like the credit I'll give it is that it serves its purpose. I mean, it gives us sure does that. some kind of... It's 10 out of 10. It does the thing. It, it does what it's supposed it to do. It is a wraparound. It does wraparound things. That, yeah, that works. So basically, it's it's a home invasion by like five chuckle fucks who find a dead body and a bunch of VHS tapes, and they take turns putting the VHS tapes in the move, into, the, into the thing, and then it plays the other five short films, and then they all die, and the old man comes back to life and kills everyone and chops some dude's head off, and that's the wraparound. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, that's really all there is to it. There's, like, nothing to it. You haven't seen VHS 2, have you? No. Uh, That has a good wraparound, because it's the same... It's basically the same idea of, like, going into a house and, like, watching videotapes you find, but it's, like, it's creepy. Yeah, I like the wraparound of the second one. I mean, I still feel like, okay, I still feel like it wasn't super strong, because the wraparounds in movies like this always are, like, the least strong story or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. just by default. But, like, I do like the wraparound in the second one a little better, yeah. Did any of you see fucking D- uh, Don't Breathe last year? Uh, no. I was going to, but I didn't. And now I don't really feel any incentive to. Yeah, I heard that it doesn't do good. I heard that it's bad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Which sucks, because that's a really interesting premise that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. But they just kind of botch it with like a, 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 a bigger thing than just like being super quiet because there's... a a very good a, a, de- a blind man with very good hearing in there oh that one yeah yeah uh yeah that one does some stuff uh like does it my, you saw it? my no my dad went and saw it and oh. he was telling me about it and um like the end of that movie goes in some really like just kind of weird gross places mm. so you know it can't just be like a straight up like this dude's good at hearing there's more to it than that in a bad way yeah um so, uh, let's take a look at the the Amateur Night, the first short film. Oh. oh. Okay, so... Can you guess which Ava, one's Ava, our... Ava, can you guess which Ava, one is want... both of our favorites? <laughs> Ava, I kind of want you to take the helm on this one, just for, for no reason. Hey, no fuck you. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> um, I'll call myself out. I love Demon Ladies, and I love Succubi. I think they're, like, amazing I, visually. Um, I mean, same here. I'm calling you out just, just to make fun of you, yeah. but, like, same here. That lady is such a good creature actor. Because um, we watched the spinoff of this one, Siren. Um, well, we only watched it for her, because the rest of the movie fucking sucked. Well, I mean, it was... It did some it was okay, but... It did some interesting things, but it wasn't that It also good. had a grown man moaning my name during sex, <laughs> and that made me deeply uncomfortable. Um... But yeah, no, so Amateur Night, um, the lady who plays the lady here is a very, very good creature actor, and I love her. But um, yeah. yeah, she's very good at looking inhuman, which I appreciate in a woman. Um, <laughs> so do you just want me to talk about it, Luna? Oh, go for it, yeah. Okay. Give, us the sh- give us the rundown. So it's like three hats all like going Party out boys. to go 
like party boys getting ready to go fuck some ladies or whatever. And one of them has the camera in this one is in a dude's glasses. And so they go out to a bar and they're like trying to pick up on ladies fairly unsuccessfully. And then this like very like lithe, like muscular, but like not like muscular, but like sinewy woman just kind of comes out of nowhere and gets way too close to the dude with the camera. And she's like, oh, I like you. And then just walks away. I like you. I love her. Oh, she's so good. Um, and so then they end up finding one other lady who's like hella drunk. Um, and then the creepy lady and they go back with her. To, they go back with them in like the car to their hotel. And like, they're going to film the sex and I guess sell it. They're going to do a fuck. They're going to do a fuck. Um, and like, there's a really great scene in the car where like, they're doing like key bumps of Coke and like, the demon lady takes one and like freaks the fuck out just cause like, I don't know. And it was just like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. Sorry. Like, it's like a great, like, it's a very good, like in between of just like, this woman is taking everything a little bit too differently. And so then they get to the hotel and like boning happens or whatever. And like the lady's like on top of people or whatever. And like the guy with the glasses, like, like freaks out like he he's like he gets overwhelmed or whatever and he walks back into the bathroom and then another guy runs in and he has like this big old like bite mark on his hand right yeah there's also someone there's also well you, you did skim over the uh, the very important uh uh campaign uh, about sexual assault that says you know she's unconscious that's a no-go oh bro. right yeah you know because these party boys they well one of the party boys cares about consent one party boy has a conscience yeah um, he does. He does effectively stop the girl from getting he does. sexually assaulted while unconscious. He does. So, hey, good for him. Yeah, good for yeah, him. Yeah, good party boy. He did his best, and, and then, he succeeded. And then he died anyway. And then look what it got him. Um, Cla- claim to be pro consent. Died anyway. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Um, and so like the dude comes in and he's all bloody. And he's like, "What the fuck? She bit me." Blah blah blah. And so then he looks back out the door, and is that when she's like, "Is that when her face splits?" No, that's not till later. No, that's not till later. But and I so, love that, actually. But so then, like, she's, like, on top of, like, the other guy, and then, like, that's when she just starts ripping him up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and she's so... She's just, like, she's got his hand... She's got, like, his hand severed. Yeah, and she's like starts just, like, ripping up the dude that she's, like, on top of. And they, the other two dudes in the bathroom start freaking out, which is a really great scene, because one of them's, like, naked, mm-hmm. and he's, like, freaking out and covered in blood and, like, trying to find something to fight this, this like, demon lady with. And so he takes like, the shower curtain. Rod, yeah, he takes right? a shower. Yeah. Rod. And so they pop out the door and then the dude with the glasses goes and tries to wake up the passed out woman to like get her out. And the other guy goes and tries to take on the woman, like the demon lady, who by that point is just like her, her fingernails have got like her fingers are all like distended and like long and stuff. And she's walking with this like amazing, like hunched look. I love her. Um, and she just like slinks out from behind the bed and it's just like horrifying. And so there's this naked man with a curtain rod trying to fight her. And is that when she just rips his balls off? I think. I, I, I think so. Haha, ha, no, not Jerry. Yeah. And so, like, that's when, like, she just, like, goes full on, like, just starts eating people and stuff. I love her. And she's great. And, uh... She has wings also, doesn't she? Uh, she has wings at the end. Yeah. And she, does extre- she does extremely have very fleshy wings, which is a very good look. She has a tail in the spinoff. She has a tail in the spinoff because she uses it to fuck the main character in the ass. I really like that. Um, <laughs> we, we, we saw it and we were just like, what? This is a movie. Like, this isn't like a DeviantArt thing. Hold on. <laughs> that that spinoff is bad. Um, I, I appreciate it. Though. It's great. Um, 
so like the 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 dude with the glasses like climbs over like the two beds in like the hotel room to try and get to the door, and he's all covered in blood and everything, and so he's like running out of the running out of the motel like down the stairs and everything, and he slips and falls and just destroys his arm. Yeah, and then in comes the demon lady with her face fully split open and her eyes are like four times as wide and her mouth is just huge, and she slinks down the stairs in this amazing way, and comes up to him and does the I like you thing again and then he freaks out and like tries to get out and like tell people and then he just gets swooped away and you look up and you see the demon lady with full like succubus wings and everything flying away and then his glasses falls off and that's it and it's the best it's extremely good I love it so much one thing I do want to point out I don't know if this is the right time to do it but one thing I do want to point out that I do like about VHS is that all the men are absolutely fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, and they get well, punished for well, it. Well, hold on about that. Not dad. Not the dad. Not dad party. Oh, yeah, dad not dad party. party. Is, okay, yeah. I think Amateur Night is, like, tied for my favorite of the five. It, it, is yours, your two favorites are Amateur Night and Dad Party? Yeah, yeah, I fucking love Dad Party. Because so, I was saying that Amateur Night is my favorite, but I think, like, objectively, Dad Party is the best. Yeah, what's Dad Party actually called again? It's called, uh... uh, uh 103198. Yeah, um, more commonly known as Dad Party. Uh, I... They should have just called it Dad Party, because that's what it is. <laughs> I think I called it... Po- I think I called it Dad's Day Out at one point. Yeah, I like that, too. I, yeah. Okay, yeah, so <sighs> that's... That's Amateur Night, and That's it's, Amateur Night. It's that's my favorite, good. and I love it. It's so good. She's horrifying. Like, like just look, there's like, if you don't want to watch the whole thing, because like, it's fairly bloody. Watch that one. And like, either watch that one or just look up, like, there's a clip of it where she's like walking and like moving. And I've never seen someone move so interestingly without like a, because like, she doesn't have a costume on. She's just a woman. And she's just creepy as hell. Yeah, see, that's my thing is that she's just a very good creature actor. And, like, I really appreciate creature acting. Because I just, like I said, I like people who can look weird and inhuman without really modifying themselves that much. You know, it's really interesting. She's very good at that. Yeah. Sorry, I got a little bit caught up in trying to find uh, this old NBC TV series. What the fuck? (laughs) What? No, no, it's, it, it makes sense. It's like an, it was like an anthology TV series that was like, uh, every week was a new short story uh, on NBC. And it lasted uh, from June 5th to July 31st. Oh. Of the same year. Okay. Hmm. Why do you know this? I watched an episode of it. Okay. It wasn't very good. No shit. <laughs> only, only the first eight episodes actually were aired. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was called Fear. It was called Fear itself. Uh, that sounds familiar. I don't think I've seen it, but I, it sounds familiar. Yeah, they they started airing it uh, on June fifth. Uh, stopped on July twenty on July thirty first to uh, to make room for the Summer Olympics, and they were like, "We'll be back once the Olympics are over." And then they weren't back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so next one. Next one is Second Honeymoon. Yes. Yeah. Which I think is. While the most gay, also somehow the probably bottom of the list for me. Yeah, well, not count, not counting the wraparound. Yeah, because like nothing happens, which is like it's yeah, which is its its strength and its weakness. Because like 
it basically just gives you the entire time of just being made deeply, deeply uncomfortable. Is the true horror lesbians all along? Yes. Yes. It's the gayest. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, Sam and Stephanie, they go to Arizona for a second honeymoon, because who they can fucking do that in this economy, I guess. 2011 was a wild fucking time. <laughs> Um, and they go to... Cowboy Town. Yeah, they go to Cowboy Town and a prospector... And they get, there's, like, a prospector version of Zoltan from, uh, uh, Big. <laughs> or whatever the fuck that thing was called. Zoltan? Zoltar? Who, I don't I, something know. like that. Yeah. And she gets a prediction that's like, well, howdy! Uh, <laughs> Close mouth catches last foot. You that can't. Don't say much. You can't. You're gonna get a loved one soon. You can't do this. I can and I will. Yeah, please. Ever. Oh. Hey, howdy, partner. Why? I love cowboys. Hi. Cowboy oh. town. There's a snake in my boat. <laughs> sorry, sorry, someone just keeps pulling the drawstring on my back. <laughs> howdy. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is just going to keep happening. Please. I want to be a cowboy, baby. <laughs> I want to be a cowboy, baby. Oh. <laughs> That one was just me. That wasn't the string. <laughs> that, one, that was just you proclaiming your love of cowboy. <laughs> Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Southern belle at heart, Ava. Listen, Ken used to be a horse kid. Uh, we're not talking about this okay. here. Okay, I talk about it all the time no anyway, but not here. No way. Holy shit, Ken, you? I did horseback riding for like five years. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. You could have put a gun to my head, and I would have never, ever guessed that. I would have guessed, like, fucking... I would have guessed, like... I don't even know what I would have fucking guessed before I guessed that. I would have guessed, like, Kendo or something. (laughs) Wait, that wasn't... That was a pun. That was a good pun. That was a good pun. Oh, my God. I didn't mean to. No. Fucking... I would have guessed, like... (laughs) I don't even know what the fuck I would have guessed. That's wild. I did cheer also, which everybody is surprised by. But do you... I hated it. What? Explain why okay. you did cheer. I, I did... Why did you cheer if you hated I it? I did cheer because I... Um, I'm just going to expose myself here. I had a crush on the cheer coach who was my third grade teacher. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Extremely gay reasons to cheer. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I didn't really enjoy cheer other than that, but, like, I was gonna be in, like, fourth grade, and I was like, well, she, I can't be in her class anymore. But she coaches cheer, so... Time to cheer. You know. But, yeah, I, I had an interesting childhood. Um, <laughs> yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, cowboys. 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 Um, yeah. You're gonna get lo- you're gonna be reunited with a loved one soon, partner. Ugh. Yeehaw! Get along, little doggy. <laughs> and then the, later that night, someone comes to the their hotel door and they're like, "Hey, can you can you give me a ride tomorrow, please? Thanks." Mm-hmm. And then they go to bed, and then someone breaks in, turns on the camcorder, and films. Uh, she she touches Stephanie's butt with a with a knife, and uh-huh. also. Steals a hundred dollars from Sam's wallet and dips a toothbrush in the toilet because Sam Sam is a potty mouth now. Oh ho ho! And then the next day Sam was like, "Hey, did you fucking take money out of my wallet?" And he's like, "And she's like, uh, no, that, I don't fucking know what the fuck you're talking about." And then he's like, "Uh, okay, sure, <sighs> okay, sure, yeah, sure, whatever." That's whatever. exactly how he is, though. It's just the thing, just. Just such a dick. Terrible straight people. 
Yeah, and then they go to the Grand Canyon, and they have a good time at the Grand Canyon, and Sam climbs down the Grand Canyon a little bit, and then climbs back up the Grand Canyon. He doesn't go very far. No. And then they go to bed that night, and Sam gets Sam catches a switchblade in the neck, and the, the, the Stephanie makes out with the person who killed Sam, and they're both girls, and it's good. And then they drive off. And, and then they're driving, and Stephanie says, hey, did you, did you delete all the footage? And then the tape ends. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The true horror was lesbians all along. Like, that's like, literally it. That's literally what you're supposed to be afraid of, is just lesbians. You're, you have to be a, you always you always have to watch out for your wife secretly being a lesbian plotting <laughs> to kill you and steal $100 from your wallet. <laughs> you know, relatable. Yeah. We've all been there, haven't we? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, Eva, you just got out on parole, right? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've murdered many well, husbands. <laughs> We're that they let you out on parole for that one, but it, Listen, I'm not going to question it. My argument was just that I'm gay? Question mark? And they and were they just bu- like, and well, they that? And they were like, well, shit, you're right. Like, they were just like, it's hard to be gay these days. I understand. Hom- homophobia is somehow. over. We have to let you- Homophobia is over. We cannot jail you. Exactly. Uh, I pleaded the gay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then we get Tuesday I, the 17th. I pleaded the 69th. <gasps> nice. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, I, I was having a thought earlier today um, that uh, I think in addition to 666, 420, and 69, we should also introduce 621 into the, the nice numbers what? category. Why? But only for furries. What? Uh, Why? Oh. You don't... E621? Oh, fuck off. (laughs) Get out. I forgot about that until just now. It's funny because it's true. Ken doesn't know. Ken is looking at me very confused. Ken doesn't know E6. It's like a furry based 4chan. Oh, no. Not. No, it's not 4chan. Don't lie to me on these Neopets, Luna. No, it's like a, it's like a much it's much it's a much more explicitly horny for affinity. Like you get, yeah. you can sometimes like it, see how safe can, for work. How for, can for affinity you get more explicitly horny? Because sometimes there's just safe for work stuff on for affinity. Nothing okay, on yeah. E6 so it's basically just like like not that I would know. I've never been there, of course. Luna, oh, of course. <laughs> Luna, of course not. Yes, you're valid. Thank you. I needed that. But yes, I think it should be. I think it should be sixty nine, four twenty, uh, and sixty one, and six six six. Thoughts? No, no. Okay, you're a coward. Um, <laughs> so Tuesday the seventeenth. Uh, okay, you're a coward. I don't Moving like on. The, I don't like the name of this one. Me neither. It's weird, but like I guess like hold on, let me just check that. Remember the sixteenth. So. This would technically be the Tuesday after Friday the thirteenth. Because the Tuesday, yeah. if if your Friday is on the thirteenth, your your Tuesday will be on the seventeenth. Yeah, so this is like because I guess that does kind of thematically make sense. Yeah, it was this like is like teens in the woods. Yeah, well, that and also like how it's like it. Wendy had the she survived the original one. Yeah, and then now that she's back. But anyways, so Joey Spider and <laughs> Samantha. Forgot. By the way, Spider Spider is completely straight edge. I feel like I shouldn't point out which. His name is Spider, and he's straight edge. Oh, my name's Spider. I'm straight edge. He he. Bro, he my name is Spider, know... and I'm straight edge. Like, <laughs> I if you have ever met anyone who names the who calls who goes by Spider in any way, shape, or form, like even if it's an online handle or something, 
like they are just constantly smoking weed. Like at least, do you? Like, th- that was the kind of person who's what? Do Do you think he spells his name with a Y instead of an I? <laughs> he probably does. This might just be like the. This might just be like. Uh, remember the uh, the character from uh, House of Rock, Jack Black's House of Rock or School of Rock. <sighs> yeah. Remember the character that takes his place in the band, Spider. Oh, Luna. Why do you have such a such a comprehensive knowledge of School of Rock? <laughs> I watched that movie a lot. That I, I've seen that movie a lot. It's a good movie. Yeah, Ned Schneebly. It's a good fucking. Yeah, that's it's a movie. I'll say that at least. Uh, it's decent. It's qua. It's it's enough. There's a quality there. Yeah. Um. So they all go. They're all going up to some cabin in the woods, like the traditional stuff, and. The two guys are very horny for the two girls, and the two girls are like, um, I'm never gonna fuck you, uh, at all. There's the great conversation of, like, everybody talking to the woman, like, the lady in charge, who was just like, you said it was just gonna be me and you, or you said it was just gonna be me and you. Didn't they say it was just gonna be me and the girls or something Yeah, and, like, like one of the girls said, oh, I thought it was gonna be me and the girls, then one of the other girls says, no, she said it was just gonna be me and her, and then, like, everybody basically got lured there by just saying it was going to be them two. Yeah. Oh, um, so yeah, they're, they're up in the woods and they're like, ha ha, party, let's go for a swim. Oh, oh no, I'm falling in the, ah, uh, it's fine, no one's getting me in the water. Just and then, some jokes. Like, just some japes and some, some, Frivolities. some fucking Some trickeries. tomfoolery. Some hijinks. A ruse. You, the, some coaxing, some coaxing into, a, into ruses happens. Someone was bamboozled. Yeah. And then Wendy is like, oh, I still remember the murders. And then she's like, eh, gotcha. And then, like, Spider and... Uh, what's her face? Oh. Not... Uh, Spider and Samantha go off into the woods. And Sp- and Samantha has a p- takes a pee-pee. And uh, she does a cheerleading dance for Spider. And then uh, Spider pans the camera over it, and there's, like, a glitch thro- holding a knife, and it- he throws it straight through uh, Samantha's eye, and it's very cool. And it's very scary, because this is just, like, a glitch. You cannot see him, because he's just obscured entirely by, like, glitched footage. Yeah, it's a yeah, great... Yeah, I really like that. It's a great, like... It's a great sudden start, because you're sitting there, and you're like, okay, I know that this is a horror movie, I know that something will happen sometime soon, and they're in the forest, so something will happen soon, but I don't know what, and then it's just nothing that you expected? And it, yeah, and it happens no, it's very good. And it happens like within like two seconds, and she's so like, "What the fuck?" And then uh, it also kills Spider by stabbing him in the face a lot. And then Wendy f- picks up the camera, and she's like, hum, 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 "All according to plan." <laughs> Delightfully devilish, Wendy. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. It was a steamed hams joke. Oh. I'm sure it was very funny. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure everyone else is laughing. Yeah, everyone else is it's just because abro- we're uproariously laughing. It's just because we're very sleepy. That's all. Yes, get some rest after this. Um, so then Wendy goes back to Joey and he she's like, "Hey, J- uh, Joey, wanna fuck?" And then she's like, "I wasn't. I was telling the truth earlier. There was a guy, and no one. Be- the cops didn't believe me. I escaped, but the cops didn't believe me. He was in two places at once, and he killed a bunch of people. I think this movie could have done with one more body count." Yeah, like another interesting death. Yeah, definitely. Like I think the short definitely could have done with a little bit more of that. Though her, uh, in my humble opinion, the main lady's death spoilers uh, is interesting. Yeah, because she gets like she gets beat eight. to death with the camera. 
Yeah. And then her guts get pulled out, and then the ghost takes over her body. You know. That's good. Yeah. That's a good death. Yeah, but, 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 uh, so, 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 I know, I'm saying there should have been one more, though. Yeah. Like, but, um, so the, the thing sneaks up behind Joey, and Wendy's like, oh, you were all just bait. Ha 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 ha. And, um, fucking, she, oh, sorry, I'm stretching. She, like, runs off into the woods and runs him through a bunch of traps, and she gloats to his face and is like, ha ha, I got you, and then he disappears, and then jumps on her and kills her and pulls her guts out and ter- become- inhabits her body. Woo. Yeah, that one's cool. That's That one's great because of, like, the part where she's running through the forest and everything, and he just keeps appearing places, and she's, like, trying to, like, pull him places. It's really yeah. cool because it's hard... It's hard visually to, like, concentrate on it because it's just a weird video glitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the part where it, it actually is, like, stabbed onto one of the the traps or whatever. Like, even then, like, it's, like, center frame and it's, like, you should... This is what you're looking at, but you can't really look at it. And it's just... It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting visually. Yeah. All right. So who wants to take the sixth thing that happened to Emily? I think Ken can get that one. Okay, so basically, as far as like our synopsis here, whatever goes, it's essentially this girl and she's talking to. Oh, well, I have the Wikipedia up here. I actually have their names. Um, Emily. And she's talking to her boyfriend, James. And she has like a weird like bump or whatever on her arm. And she's like asking him about it. Um, Isn't he like a doctor or something? Yeah, because he's a doctor, you know. Um,. And she's basically there talking on Skype or whatever, and she starts thinking that there's ghosts in her apartment. And she's like, oh, there's like some creepy like kid in here or something. And basically, it's just like a series of these Skype calls or whatever between her and her boyfriend and stuff. And it's her like trying to capture like the ghosts or like the events that are happening like on the webcam while they're happening and it's just like this like sporadic skype calls or whatever and you can see her getting like progressively more and more fucked up because at some point she has like a black eye and her Mm -hmm. arm is like in a crutch because like the ghosts like attacked her and stuff but it's basically these series of skype calls back and forth and her condition is basically just getting progressively worse. She keeps on trying to like show him the ghosts and keeps on being haunted. And at some point, the bump on her arm is getting really bad or whatever. So she like literally tries to like dig it out on camera. Like, Ugh. didn't she use? It's like, bad to look at. Yeah, it's terrible to look it's, at. She, she's using like a barbecue thing, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, like fucking like yeah. Barbecue she uses thing. A, she uses a big ass barbecue fork. <laughs> yeah, because like she's trying to like just like dig out whatever's under her skin and stuff. Um, so basically it's just like these Skype calls back and forth or whatever. And then basically in the end, what essentially happens is everything happens and she gets knocked out by ghosts again. And then you basically find out through her Skype camera, through her like webcam footage that, um, the boyfriend was in the house all along and he was working for these weird like demon ghost people or whatever and like she had like a tracking device like implant thing in her and like he was working with them and like he takes like the implant and like whatever else he pulls like a like a fetus like yeah, out he of her back. pulls like a weird like demon baby fetus out of her back too which is kind of fucked um but basically yeah. so like there's that that's like your big twist but then in the very end the interesting thing is they show the same guy um, in a Skype call with another girl who's getting her titties out. Um, 
And basically, you know, like, it's just, like, implied that the same thing is going to happen. Um, I, I, I personally, like, uh, I think it was well done. I just, like, and I, this isn't, like, a val- this isn't like a, a, a critique. It's just, like, I didn't really like this one very much. I just, like, it's I fair. don't know. I didn't like I, I didn't like the ending where she was like, well, I they told me I have brain problems, so now like not not from like a, a storytelling point of view, it just like really bummed me the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, like the whole thing where like she just says like, oh, well, she went to a doctor and they said that like the ghosts or whatever, what she thought was like haunting her apartment was like they said that she was like schizoaffective, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, that's kind of shitty. Just like, eh, whatever. It's shitty, but it's like that whole one just made me feel bad. But I was just like, oh, yeah. well, that's pretty effective. Yeah, well, like, because my thing with this is, like, I don't really like the story that much. No. I don't really like the writing in this one. But I just like the concept, basically. And I feel like they do the concept very well. And it's like we were talking about earlier. It's like, it's one of those things where, like, especially, like, if you have that memory or whatever, of, like, using Skype and, like, being, like, yeah. you know, with someone when they're scared over their webcam and, like, mm-hmm. only seeing that limited amount of what's happening. Like, I feel yeah. like that just, like, plays into, like, a lot of realistic fears that people have had who've had that kind of experience, you know? So, definitely. like, I feel like the concept and the premise is interesting, and the execution is very, is done very well. I mean, it's definitely better done than, like, Unfriended, as much as we love Unfriended. Um, I think there, sh- there should definitely be more webcam horror. Yeah. And what, like, absolutely. Unfriended gets points for just because it's, like, the first one to actually do that as, like, a full feature film. Mm-hmm. But like it's uh, it's still on frame. Give me more, give me more. But in, give me more, give me better. In this house, <laughs> me, we do me, not slander unfriended. Give me, give me David, give me David Cronenberg directing something oh, like god. that. Oh god. Um, one of the things I really like about this one though is that like the acting of the la- of the girl, was it Emily? Yeah. Uh, feels really natural yeah. of mm-hmm. her like picking up the um like her laptop and like spinning it around to show what she's looking at and stuff like that. Like all that acting feels just like extremely natural of like your friend showing you something using their laptop. Um, and so like, you, like you would like catch it in the mirror and stuff like that of her holding her laptop in front of her, like with the knife or whatever, when she's like going to confront the ghosts that one time. And that felt super like, like in Real. my mind, it was just like, Oh, that's realistic. Like, yeah, it fe- it felt natural. Like for me, the first time I watched it, cause I've seen this movie like several times because it's the horror movie that I make everybody watch who isn't into horror movies. Um, and um, It worked. Yeah, it worked. I converted you. Uh, but no, so like, I feel like I remember the first time I watched this, especially this part or whatever, it felt so real in a way. Like, I mean, obviously, like, okay, in the end with the twist or whatever, the story is obviously, like, blown out of proportion. Not realistic at all, you know, like, with the whole demon fetus baby thing or whatever. But like you were saying, like, the way it's, like, so naturally shot, and, like, mm-hmm. the way she acts or whatever. Like, it, the first couple minutes of this one, like, it almost felt too real to me for a second. I was like, yeah. well, this feels like this was, like, an actual, like, Skype call or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I yeah. feel like it's very effective in that as far as, like, really capturing that feeling, you know? Like, I just want to say this is weird because, like, Ken and I are sitting on my bed doing this together talking to luna and so we're looking at each other while like the other person is talking and i keep nodding and then realizing that you can't hear nods <laughs> so i have to be like well, i oh. think that just me- i think that just means you're a fucking lesbian no i'm just like oh yes mm-hmm. no well you know, actually like- actually we're not even nodding we're just sharing our telepathic gay connection uh-huh. we-, we can just tell we're touching our gems to each other yeah <laughs> 
touching the JL crystals. <laughs> um, so that last one, best one, uh, 10-31-98, a.k.a. Oh. Dad Party. Four dads dad's day are in Halloween costumes on Halloween night, and they're like, hey, let's go to a party, and they get to go to the wrong fucking house. Okay. Most important thing for me, the camera feels correct. Yes. Like, extremely. all the footage and stuff definitely looks like baby videos of me. Like... At like old home videos, like it has that very specific look to it, and I, that makes it so much better. It looks very 1998. Yeah, it feels like this yeah. same camera was used to like record like home videos, and then like six skateboarding tricks. <laughs> oh, okay. Also, one thing can I point out that um, our our dad roundup, um, their names are Chad, Matt, Tyler, and Paul. I just really like Those are that. good dads. Those are good names. Those are good dads. Those are good names. Those are really strong dad names. V- very strong dad names. Very powerful. So they go into this house and there's like, oh, whoa, spooky house. There's a girl in the mirror who's not there when I turn around. And they're like, ha 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 ha, this is so funny. And then they like go upstairs and there's like some exorcism or something no, no, happening. No, no, you're, you're, you're glossing over all the best parts. Yeah, because okay, like go, basically the the biggest thing here is the fact that they're like walking through this house and there's like all these spooks and tricks that are happening and like everything's like oh they're like just assuming it's like it's empty other than them but they're assuming this is just like oh this is a spooky haunted house you know like there's all these like creepy things happening like oh you know like, and they're just like some dads just joking around yeah you know? so it's like like they walk into like one of the room and like there's like hands coming out of the walls and they like grab one of the dudes and slam him against the wall and he's just laughing the entire time because he thinks that it's just a haunted house mm-hmm. and then like they go into one room and all the chairs like flip over and the lights explode and stuff and they're all like whoa yeah <laughs> and it's just such this good thing I'm just like, oh, oh, the, okay, yeah, all right. And, like, it's a great, like, it's almost like an audience gag or whatever, where it's like, you know what's happening, and they don't, and so you get to watch them have just the time of their lives in, like, this amazing haunted house, and then they go upstairs and see an exorcism happening. They're like, okay. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, into it. They're, like, chanting yeah. alongside them, and they're like, you you should not be here. Get the fuck out. And then they're like, uh, okay. And then there's some weird, like, ghost flying around. Not like a ghost flying around, but, like, they do some, like, paranormal activity-ass, like, flung against the wall shit. Yeah, and, like, the the woman who they were exercising, like, gets loose or whatever. Um, and so then, like, they, like, go up there and try and, like, they, like, they no, they untie her or whatever. And they, like, try and, like, rescue her from, like, what they assume are these just, like, awful people going to kill this woman. Um... And they're, like, pulling her down, like, the stairs and everything. And, like, at this point, the house is just going nuts. And then... There's hands everywhere, like, all kinds of weird shit. Um, And the house is just, like, actively trying to prevent them from leaving and stuff. And so then, like, they're, like, fighting through it and whatever. They get in the car. um, And then they're driving away. And then all of a sudden, the car stops. And then they look in the back seat, and the lady's gone. And then they look forward again. There's blood everywhere. Yeah. Just, like, was it blood? No, there wasn't blood. I think so. There There was some red... I saw was red. there some red? I can't Maybe remember. Maybe I'm just really angry. Um, and so then they look back forward and they see the lady there, like f- like standing there, like surrounded in like birds and stuff. And they realize that they're stopped on a train track and like they're just like trying to frantically get out of the car while the woman's just standing there, like looking all horrifying and stuff. And then like the camera cuts away and you hear the uh, the train hit the car and. That's Dad's Day Out, and I love it. That's Dad's. 
And like, it's just such a clever. It's just such a clever way to do a horror movie. Like that one's not scary, but it's so enjoyable to watch. Like to like watch just like, like that one must've been really fun to make. I'm just like, okay, have the time of your lives in this horrifying haunted house. Mm -hmm. And then just then like slowly realizing, slowly realizing slow. And Oh fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That one is like, there's not, there's not a whole lot going there. Like, plot wise or whatever but like what it does is is, like it's simple and effective and like they there's enough of like there's not a huge twist or anything or nothing too like they're not doing anything too revolutionary but they throw you enough of a bone that it's like oh that was fun you know like there's something interesting there it's like these they're completely unaware of what's happening until the very end and stuff and like the thing is like i was mentioning earlier and like you guys corrected me as far as like most of the men in this movie are absolutely terrible Except for this bunch of Except dads. Except for these dads. Yeah, it's just the boys. You know, Saturdays are for the boys. Yeah. In creepy houses. They're they're here to help. And like, yeah, they're, they're, they're trying just some nice their best. guys. Yeah, dadparty.mp4. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so that's that's VHS. Uh, on a scale of 0 to 1, dad parties. How many are you giving this? 0 to 1 what? 0 to 5 dad parties. I said 0 to 1 what? on accident, but I meant oh, 0 to 5. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, you cut out, so we couldn't hear you. Oh, sorry. You're back. That's fine. I, I was asking, on the scale of zero to five dad parties, how many are you giving this? Uh, five dad parties. Five dad parties. Eh, four and a half. I mean, yeah, four I was going to say four and a half dad parties. I love this movie. I don't care. Fuck it. <laughs> and that's that's VHS. We got questions uh, from at Pidmon on Twitter. If you, were to date our, if you were a harpy, who would you date on your non-murder nights? I mean... I don't think I, I think I would just like do this, do the same. Well, like, well, I feel like my girlfriend would be insulted if I was not if I was like only a harpy on some nights and I didn't spend those nights with her. I mean, like, harpies are harpies all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a different. I think I think, I think Jasmine means the the succubus. The succubus. Yeah. You just date a woman, but like, just date a woman. Just be gay. Just be gay, and then you can date I, all. The I, time. I would date a. I would date a. I would date the same people like twenty four seven. Yeah, and then, like. Occasionally on some nights I would be like, oh, I need to kill a man. I need to and hop then, out real quick. Yeah. Can you like run a bath? Because I'm going to be a mess when I get back. I'm really sorry. <laughs> and so, you know, like, like you have your nights and then like you prepare, like your partner runs the bath and you roll the, you roll the plastic sheet out on the hallway from the doorway to the bathroom and you come in, you're a mess and you, you clean up and then, you know, you have your Sunday. You sound like you've yeah. given this a lot of thought. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, get fucked. I mean, the the thing is, you, the thing is, when dealing with any sort of fluid, you do need to put down that sheet. You gotta put down that sheet. <laughs> Not that we're speaking from any sort of experience, obviously. No. Um, also, remember when speedrunning was quote record a VHS and send it to this one rando for verification because Lamau Wild Cuphead VHS data mosh when I hope that's on its way. Already. I hope people are making should... that already. Did you see that? That tweet about the guy asking if somebody could dub the Super Mario 64 speedrun he was watching to a VHS forum. Oh, I saw that. God, that's... He was, like, so committed he, to it, too. It was in, like, the comments on, like, the thing, and he was like, hey, could someone dub this to a VHS for me? And some guy replied, I was just like, uh, 
Yeah, probably. And, and but like, like, when he got back to him, he was like, okay, well, like, I was really stoned when I made that comment or whatever, but now that I'm thinking about the prospect of owning this, that I just still want it anyway. Like, yeah, then he was like, oh, don't worry, I got you. I'll make some, like, I'll make a custom label for it or something. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I want more things on VHS. You can buy this movie um, on VHS. If you want to die. No, but, yeah. but, like, you actually can. Yeah, I, I know. Think that's like, really you can. Cool, yeah. And I kind of want to. The, this next question from uh, Bad New at Blair Kitch. He says, uh, for, you know, friend of the show, host of the show. He asks, I want to know what everyone's favorite is. Uh, my Dad party? F- my favorite favorite? My favorite favorite is Amateur Night. Mm, that's actually really hard. Because it I is. feel like I, I think really, Dad party I, I really me, like but... all of them. There's a lot of things I really like about all of them, but like I said, like I can be very critical yeah, Blair, of all of them Blair at also the same goes time. Blair, Blair also says there are some really strong shorts in this. None I didn't like at least one thing from. Yeah. Yeah, so like it's hard for me to say that I have a favorite because there's a lot of strengths with all of them. But actually, okay, if I have to say like yeah. a favorite one that I have the least amount of complaints or the least amount of like nitpicking I could do about, I think it would actually have to be Tuesday the 17th. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Okay. Wide, a, a widespread of opinions. Uh, Blair also asks, uh, "What makes? Oh. The, what do you think makes these more effective as horror shorts than the shorts in other VHS movies? If you've seen them, I've only seen VHS viral, and like, I, I think it's just strength of concept uh, in this because like the strength of the like the strength of concept is. Well, I guess that's not even true because I like some of the concepts in VHS viral. It's just that none of them are executed well. But I think the filmography is decent. I think it's a function of script. Like, the filmography, I, I remember specifically, the filmography in a couple of them are very good, but just, like, the ex- they don't execute on the good ideas they have. Like, a bunch of skater punks beating up on zombies is, I think, the best part of VHS Viral. Which is a good thing. It is. But it shouldn't be it's the best like, thing. Well, no, exactly. There are other really strong concepts, like, about a weird parallel universe. It's, I mean, the parallel universe thing is a Twilight Zone episode that's been done to death, I'm sure, but, like, it's also just I Nightmare. like it. Well, that too. But I like it. It's it, it's done well. There's some really good cinematography in it, and then they ruin it by fucking Fraggle Cox. Puppetess. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like, because we've seen um, VHS 2. And that one's fun. Yeah, okay, so I feel like, for VHS 2, I feel like it's really strong. And, okay, so I would say, okay, I feel like, I would show someone VHS because I've done this multiple times if they're not a big horror fan and I'm like, hey, do you want to see horror do some interesting stuff? Here's some interesting stuff. Because it's very ambitious concept-wise. But I feel like VHS 2 is very good for people who are seasoned horror fans or whatever who just want to have a fun time. Because VHS 2, a lot yeah. of the stuff it does is like very stereotypical. It's very... it's a, But it does it very well. It's kind of a B-movie. It's kind of a B movie, yeah, but like it's so aware of the mm-hmm. fact it's a B movie that it's very fun to watch. Like, like there, there's an entire, like conceptually, there's not anything super interesting happening in VHS two. There's like a segment where it's like a kind of like Heaven's Gate, like um, fucking like Jonestown cult sort of thing or whatever, mm-hmm. with like a weird like devil furry monster. And okay, stuff. that one's really cool. Okay, I love that one actually though, because like yeah, yeah, because like that one's really cool because it's like people, like, going through, like, this whole, like, cult thing and stuff, and, like, they all kill themselves, and they all come back to life, and all, like, demony and stuff, and, like, one lady who, like, was with their film crew or whatever was pregnant, and, like, she gets, like, taken away at some point, and, uh, like, 
it has like a bunch of like runes carved into her and stuff and like and then like a, an entirely practical costume like like Bahamut kind of thing just like forms out of her stomach and it's amazing and it's like a like eight feet tall or something like yeah and it's, it's like really a fu- cool. it's a fully practical suit which a lot of people said was like really silly and it is kind of silly but it's amazing it's cool yeah he's like running down hallways and stuff chasing this dude and it's it's a fun time. Yeah, and, like, there's another one that's, like, um, some kids fucking strapped a GoPro to their dog and aliens come and abduct them or whatever. So, like, well, aliens come and kill them, I guess. Yeah. But, like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, it's not With doing... luck. It's not doing anything super, like, revolutionary, but it's fun to watch and it's well executed. Yeah, but I feel like VHS, the first one, has a lot more just, like, stronger, like, interesting, ambitious concepts. Yeah, like VHS two is more. I think the, I think the highest like VHS two is fun and, uh, it's fun and like it's fun and it's fun to watch. But VHS one is more interesting. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Although VHS two does have ba- one where a guy. Oh. Should I finish? Go on. Um, VHS two does have one where a guy, uh, he's like wearing his GoPro, like riding his. His, oh, uh, his mountain bike through like the forest mm-hmm. and then like zombies come and attack and so he gets attacked but like it's just like a woman who's like on the ground like vomiting and stuff and he's like oh my god are you okay Seth? and so it's like she bites him and so you, you see him go through the whole zombie transformation and then it's him just shambling around with this GoPro on top of his head yeah and the whole thing shot through his GoPro yeah and so that's a lot of fun and, and then so, there's like a kid's birthday right, I think I too. hold on hold on hold on we're getting we're getting we're just doing VHS 2 we did, I have not seen VHS 2 so we cannot do an okay. episode on VHS 2 sorry yeah, I was Sorry trying to, to keep you. it brief, but, like, there's a lot to say about it. Well, you ran for about ten minutes about VHS. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the stronger thing to say about, you can say about VHS 1 as a compilation is that it has no real stinkers. Like, every compilation, of, every other compilation movie I've ever seen has, like, at least one or two stinkers in there, unless it's, like, Holidays or XX, where they're all kind of stinkers. Um, but... Yeah, that's one of the best things you can say about it. Um, recommendations. What are you guys into? G- give me a recommendation. Oh yeah, I forgot to I forgot to warn Ken about this. Wait, what? What something that you recommend? Just in general? Yeah, just in general. In general, like, it doesn't have to be a movie that you're into. Sometimes is. Um. I can give you some time to think because my recommendation this week is uh, the Wachowskis' directorial debut, Bound. Which is a <laughs> It is to put it in brief, it is it is lesbian heist bondage a little bit. It's it's very good. It it put the Wachowskis on the map and it let them get a bigger budget so they can go on to do stuff like the Matrix. Um and it's really good. It's got um uh, Gina Gershon as a very butch uh, mechanic and um Jennifer Tilly, I believe, as the high femme to play her counterpart. It's good. Tune in next week where Luna recommends Sunstone. Alright. What? Alright. What? You really gonna do that? You really gonna fucking do me like that? You called me out the first thing of this podcast. Come on. Um. Also, like, I heard Sunstone's actually really good, like... It is, but like I can't recommend that. Sure, it's good. It's like okay. Listen, listen. I'm listening. Bound was shown in theaters. Uh huh. Listen, I, I would, I would gather most people here who are listening to this podcast are adults. 
and know about fucking. You can recommend a nice lesbian romance that involves fucking. It's okay. No, this is a no fuck zone. Oh shit. I'm not I'm not recommending I'm not fucking recommending Sunstone. Okay. To be fair, I'm going to recommend Sanrio Boys. I love Sanrio Boys. Uh, Sanrio Boys, Boys is an anime that's currently airing and it's it's like it's just this it's just a Sanrio like merchandise commercial basically, but at the same time it has like a lot of like very serious and like specific things about liking things you like and like being true to yourself and like not letting things not letting other people's perceptions of you get in the way and stuff like that. Like the first episode has like this like the main character as a kid gets like upset about like liking Sanrio stuff and so then stops talking to his grandma until she dies and then he's just like oh fuck and he's like overwhelmed with guilt as like a teenager now and it's just like this is really heavy Sanrio boys and it's good I love the boys they're all pure there's Ken what you got uh okay so I can't really think of anything like super interesting or recent but I could recommend, because I mentioned earlier that I'm very excited to see the Tomi OVA that um, the Junji Ito collection anime people are going to be doing. Um, I think, yeah, I'm not sure when exactly it's coming out. But anyway, um, on a Tomi-related note, I think that I could recommend the Tomi movies. Because I was talking about these again earlier, because I talk about these a lot. <laughs> um, and so... The thing with the Tomy movies, just a brief explanation here. Um, so the first Tomy movie came out in like mid nineties, I think. I think so. I think so. I don't know. Sometime around then. It's this very interesting kind of like super artsy sort of art house sort of movie or whatever. And there's like lesbians in it, and it's kind of interesting. And it's like not a very faithful Tomy adaption, if you know anything about Tomy or whatever. But it's a very interesting movie. It's very like nineties like J horror sort of thing or whatever. But, like, it has, like, a very, like, art sort of film quality to it. But then there's a bunch of other Tomy movies. And I compared them to, like, all the Godzilla sequels that exist out there earlier. Because there's so fucking many. And they're all, like, Tomy versus Tomy. Or whatever. Or, like, Tomy Ultimate and shit like that. Um, so, yeah. And they're kind of all terrible and have terrible CGI. And at some point in one of the movies, there is a, um, CGI sushi head that's actually Tomi. It's like a piece of sushi that has Tomi's face in it. Um, so that's nice. Uh, so yeah, if you want to have a good slash horrifying slash terrible time, watch the Tomi movies. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> Your Tomi talk. Uh, my Tomi talk, yes. Yeah, this, yeah, the, my Tomi X talk. <laughs> uh, I, uh, so there this is a Tomi X, I think. Uh, uh, if you want to check us out, uh, you can check find uh, us on Twitter at fearbaiting, fearbaiting.tumblr.com, fearbaiting at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash fearbaiting. You can give us some money. Uh, if you can't give us money, uh, you can go ahead and just recommend us or rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, if you want to check me out personally, I am at Chie Shadonaka on Twitter or chiesatanakas.tumblr.com. Oh, no, uh, where can they find you? Oh, sorry, you cut out until right until you just said, find you! Uh, who did you ask? <laughs> I, you guys, who's, who's, oh. who's got the... Do you want to give your Twitter Where out? can we find you? Um, you can find me on my Twitter, and it's cryptidpunk, but with a V instead of a U in punk. 
and I'm at Eva underscore Ursa on Twitter. Because it's just my name. Yep. Uh, and that'll do it for fear baiting. Uh, thanks again so much for coming on, guys. It was a pleasure to have you. Um, Eva, you're banned from this podcast forever. Never, I'm never letting you on again. What? Uh, Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Because you called me the fuck out. Listen, I called myself the fuck out because I knew what Sunstone was. And Anyways, then said I've heard, and then said I've heard really good things about it. We could we go on this forever. Okay, sure, <laughs> sure. Make your excuses. Anyways, thanks for listening to Fear Baiting, everyone. We'll be back next week with a new guest. Uh, uh, and until next time, uh, I'm, I'm I'm I almost said I'm Blair, but I'm I know not, I I'm heard not. you almost say I'm Blair, and I was like, wait, I'm I'm Luna, I'm Eva, I'm Ken, and remember, you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Bye.